a nobler world than we have known today. We would be one in searching for that meaning which binds our hearts and points us on our way. Do you feel that? That sense of oneness that comes when we are of one accord. When we sing together. When we hope together. When we dream together. That inexplicable something that comes in us and through us and around us when we bind ourselves together. We would be one in searching for that meaning which binds our hearts and points us on our way. We would be one in searching for that meaning, that something that makes our very existence make sense. All of this, all of the joy and all of the pain and all of the struggle and all of those blessed with moments of peace, however fleeting they might be, all of the relationships, all of the lessons learned, and Lord, help us learn and relearned and relearned. All of the accomplishments, all of the regrets, all of the rejoicing, and all of those middle-of-the-night longings for a chance at just one more little do-over. Oh, yeah, I suffer those long nights, too. Waking in the wee hours to what I call the midnight march of the undone. It's like my own little personal zombie biopic. Lurching from past regrets to future dreads with no apparent pattern or purpose, like some rogue TiVo recording of the lesser moments of my life, and I can't find the remote to turn it off. Don't you love that? No. I make that confession to you because, as the hymn says, we would be one. For we are not only each and all searching for meaning, we would be one in that search. And to be one, we must share our struggles. We would be one in searching for that meaning that binds our hearts and points us on our way. Wait a minute. Which binds our hearts. Binds. What does that mean? mean because I thought we were a free faith and we've worked very hard as individuals as Unitarian Universalists as part of this great movement throughout history to liberate our hearts and our minds and our souls from doctrines and dogma that once held us captive even as we yet struggle to break the chains of oppression and of ignorance and anger and fear that which is directed towards us from the world, and that which keeps trying mightily to strangle us from within. So in the midst of this delicious religious and spiritual freedom, we have found what is this about binding our hearts and pointing us on our way? I worked awful hard to get unbound. Now you want me to be bound. 
Let's look at the language. Merriam-Webster lists some 16 possibilities for the meaning and use of the verb to bind, ranging from the constrictive to tie together or to constrain or to become hindered, which is most definitely not what we're talking about. Others more at our meaning are to cause to stick together, to cause to have an emotional attachment, to protect or strengthen, to exert a compelling effect, or to make a firm commitment. Now watch when we move from the verb bind to the noun bond. Bond means a uniting element or force as in the bonds of friendship or a binding agreement or covenant. That's where we come in. Unitarian Universalism is a covenantal religion. We are not constrained by doctrine or strangled by dogma, but rather we are a movement held together by commitment. We are protected, strengthened, compelled, and just plain stuck together in the bonds of sacred covenant. So let's look at this notion of sacred covenant. Simply put, a sacred covenant, a covenant is a solemn promise. In antiquity, covenants were frequently between gods and humanity. For example, slay a goat for me and I won't flood you anymore. In both the Jewish and Christian traditions, God promised to bless Abraham's descendants, making them more numerous than the stars in the 22nd chapter of the book of Genesis. Judaism is yet a covenantal religion, but the Judeo-Christian traditions that many of us inherited through Catholicism, Protestantism, and the Orthodox churches, we all know something about them, and some of us grew up in them. Those were not about covenants so much as they were about adhering to a set of beliefs in order to belong in that church. And if you did not, you did not belong. And if any of you have ever been through that, it hurts. So what our Unitarian and Universalist forefathers and foremothers did was work to break the bondage of doctrine and dogma by creating a bond of covenant. Is that beautiful or what? Our forebears were part of these creedal religions until it became clear to them that adhering to a creed can breed a kind of dogmatism that places the authority and even the responsibility in the institution rather than in the people. Now, creed holds great power to bind people together, and human beings do tend to hang around with folks who believe like them. We do too. At some point, though, that kind of binding can prove too oppressive for some searching souls, like mine, and maybe yours. 
For that reason, our Unitarian and Universalist foremothers and forefathers wanted a different kind of bond for us. They wanted a bond strong enough to hold us together and bold enough to keep propelling us forward while yet being a bond flexible enough to let us know, to challenge us to keep seeking truth together. Uh, And so uh, what we inherit is not a religion that says this is the truth and you must abide by that or be gone. What we inherit is a religion that says here's what we've discovered. Let's keep looking together. Thus do we abide together in sacred covenant that our hearts abound together in the solemn vow that we will strengthen and protect and encourage and respect one another, walking together through this life and this faith that we share. This bond of covenant does not restrict our search for truth and meaning in our lives, but rather ensures it. Because of our fourth principle, the free and responsible search for truth and meaning. And that is exactly how that which binds our hearts can point us on our way. Within our covenant, we are free to explore and expand our lives precisely because we are strengthened and protected by the binding of our hearts together in this faith. This most remarkable faith that liberates us and points us on our way by not only healing our hearts, but breaking them open to what is possible. Breaking them open in love of life, of spirit, of truth, of each other, of justice. The kind of binding I'm talking about is that feeling you get, that that squeezing feeling you get in your heart when the love that's rising is almost more than you can bear. That's the kind of binding of our hearts together that we're talking about. That's what brought us into this room this morning. We are here because we want to be here, not because we have to be here. In some circumstances, that's nothing short of a miracle. I grew up a gospel preacher's daughter. If the, if the church door was open, not only were we there, we unlocked it. But to be here only because we want to be, not because we have some fear of an angry deity or a dread of eternal torture or the threat of excommunication, but rather for the fact that we love one another and that we have promised to be here for one another. It is beautiful that we can willingly join together in searching for that meaning that binds our hearts while still remaining autonomous individuals without forfeiting who we are or worse, renouncing who we are. How blessed that we can walk through those doors for the first time or for the thousandth time and be welcomed just as we are, rejoicing or grieving, contented or angry, sure of ourselves or riddled with doubt, secure in our lives or wondering what the hell might go wrong next. We can come through those doors welcomed as we are, who we are, where we are. Now, I can't speak for you, 
For myself, when I get into one of those cycles where I wrestle the angels of my lesser nature, where I endure those zombie nights, when my questions outstrip my answers a hundred to one, when I've got all the pieces of my life's puzzle dumped out on the table and none of them seem to fit together, when the committee in my mind just won't hush and my heart just plain hurts and I cannot seem to grab hold of the meaning of anything, that's when I need a faith lift. (laughs) And when I need a faith lift, there are very few places I can go. There are some oases in my life, some quiet space, spaces I can find from day to day, but frankly, they seem, they seem to be getting less and less possible. I can dive into reading and rereading the thousand or so books that are in my house, but then if my books were what I really need, I would be at home with them this morning, not here with you. Because you see, when my faith needs lifting, the best place for me to go is to you. You lift my faith. You help me make my life make sense. You don't promise me I will never be hurt, but you do promise to help me heal. You don't promise me I will never fall down, but you pledge to help me get back up again. And I promise you likewise. We promise to be here for one another, to be there for one another, to find one another again and again on a Sunday morning or a Saturday workday or a youth field trip or a coffee hour or potlucks or religious education classes or board retreats or any of the myriad activities on the calendar here at Unitarian Universalists of Clearwater because this is the place we come when we need a faith lift. These are the people who can and will lift us again and again and again And again, after big falls and little stumbles and long, dark, zombie nights, these are the people who will lift us again. This is where we come to search for that meaning which binds our hearts and points us on our way. This is where we get lifted up. That's the meaning of covenant, and that's what makes us a religion. Now, in the spiritual woundedness that some of us bring with us through these doors, we grapple with words like religion. And to be sure, humanity has been sorely bruised under its banner. But we, Unitarian Universalists, have been working for a couple centuries to try to heal that. So let's take a moment to think about what that means. It comes from the Latin religio, which comes from the prefix re, which means again, and the word ligare, which means connect, the same root as the word ligament. Now we know our bodies are all held together by ligaments, so strong that a broken bone hurts less and heals faster than a torn ligament. So the word religion simply means to reconnect. Religio. That's what it means. So today then, let me proclaim that we reclaim that word religion for its true meaning. That we suffer for it no more, but celebrate the reconnection we find here among ourselves, within ourselves, and toward that meaning 
whatever it is that we are searching for. If we don't, who will? Consider this quote. The point in history at which we stand is full of promise and danger. The world will either move forward toward unity and widely shared prosperity, or it will move apart. Sounds like something we might have recently heard in the overheated political atmosphere we're in the midst of now. But this is Franklin Roosevelt, 1945. It feels immediate for us now. It feels immediate for us now because it is. You see, in humanity and history, we go through cycles. And I like to see it as a spiral. I don't like to see it as an unending circle that we just do the same thing again, like Sisyphus pushing that rock up the hill. I like to see it as a spiral. And so it's more like as we evolve, as we grow, as we learn, as we become more enlightened, yes, I may on this turn pass this rock again because I haven't learned enough about that rock yet. And so I pass it again, and I go, oh, there's that rock, but it's a little further down, and I'm a little further up. And so we climb this spiral of existence. So here we are again. We're at another point in history at which there is promise and danger, where the world will either move forward or move apart. We are at this point in history again. That means we have work to do again. We have the work of reconnecting ourselves and our world with honor and dignity and justice and compassion to come to this place again and again to refill ourselves again and again so we can go out there again and again renewed and rededicated to the good work at hand as though our life depends on it because it does. Let our religion unite us with all that is noble in human beings. Let us sing together and pray together and laugh together and reach together for that meaning which binds our hearts and points us on our way, shoulder to shoulder and heart to heart, because we can, because we must, because we need and our world needs a faith lift. There's work to do. And I know sometimes we're tired. But our life depends on it. The life of our world depends on it. My children and coming grandchildren, their lives depend on it. My people, my Native American ancestors, believed in doing everything to the seventh generation, to do everything that they did in the world to prepare for the seventh generation to weigh what they did today against 
how that would be seven generations down. We are a seventh generation. It's our turn to get a faith lift and lift the world with us. Together we can. Together we must. Together we will. Because we have one another with that which binds our hearts and points us on our way. May it be so. May we be so. I don't know about you, but one of the best ways to get my faith lifted and to bind myself with you is to sing. Sometime in our lives, we all have pain, we all have sorrow, but if we are wise, we know that there's always tomorrow. Lean on me. When you're not strong And I'll be your friend I'll help you carry on For it won't be long Till I'm gonna need Somebody to lean on You just call on me, sister When you need a hand We all need somebody to lean I just might have a problem that you'd understand. We all need somebody to lean on. Lean on me when you're not strong. 